Taylor Swift's new album. What's up? <laughs> I haven't heard it yet. I also haven't listened to it. I heard it slaps. <laughs> I heard it's. I heard it's. Uh, it, it laps folklore. See, and I hear that folklore is now the time you're supposed to be listening to folklore right now. I know. I was like, it's just catching its stride. I just yeah, listened to folklore it's, it's cover bad. to cover yesterday, and it's very good. It's Fits the vibe. Yeah, it's bad. No, it's not. No, it's yes, very, it it's very good. I, we'll we'll see about we'll see about this one. There are rumors that her boyfriend wrote three of the songs on this shit, and I don't like when other people write on Taylor Swift's albums. I want her to just write. Who's her boyfriend this time for this album? Wow, wow, wow! wow. Same one as last time. Well, yeah, I mean, she released them pretty pretty close back to back. So that doesn't mean anything. Well, see, that's why I thought she was going through a breakup. I was like, oh shit, she's dropping another album. What happened? Poor Joe Allen. Is it Joe Allen still? Yep. Allen. I'm gonna be devastated if they're engaged, though. So I'm still holding out hope that obviously she uh, breaks up with him and ends up in a small town in Texas, meets a boy, falls in love. Not yet a man. I see her moving to like green. That's perfect. We can we can buy some land out there and build a. Build a farmhouse, big red barn. I mean, I'll go wherever she wants to go. <laughs> I'm not in a position to be making demands. The point is. What if she wants to fly overseas? Uh, you know what? I would do that for her. I mean, she flies private, right? So they're real small planes. You oh, know? yeah. I mean, that's... I'm going to be like, hey, can we, can, we, can we do something a little bit bigger? She'll be like, no. I would hope that she would be like, all right, you know what? For you, yes. And then you guys do commercial. Uh, and I would find out what flight you're on. And I would overcome my fear of flying over large bodies of water just to sit behind you so that when we hit turbulence, I would shake your seat. Just so she can see how much of a bitch you are. And then she just breaks up with you at the end of the flight. She's like, I'm sorry. I, I just... I thought you were a different person. And I'd be like, Taylor, what am I supposed to do now? I'm just stuck in the <laughs> country and you want me to fly back to, like, I don't know anybody here. And... I thought that would be the ultimate nightmare. Hilarious. I'd be there with you, Brandon, because I don't know how I would get back either. Um, anybody want to talk about Marvel? Star Wars? There was so much news, I couldn't Disney. get it all in. Disney. Anybody, anybody have one particular thing that they were excited about that they want to? Ant-Man. Aiden Christensen. Oh, my God. Yes. My guy. Disney planning to raise their prices. Oh, you I'm mad? In. You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> no, I mean, I just got the email from Netflix the other day saying they're raising the shit by $2. I'm like... All right, perfect. And now Disney's going to raise their shit by a dollar. Where am I supposed to get all this extra money from? I don't know. Mick Lindsay pay for it. She don't even pay her own phone bill. Like Nick liked to inform me when I saw the thing pop up. He was like, you don't even pay for it. You just, you were so angry. And I was like, what are you? First of all, about? apparently we have a cheaper one because like at the place I babysit, like they're raising theirs to like $18. Ours is only like 14 I think there's a, that's like the family thing, right? Oh, probably. They have like five accounts. But still, he loved to throw it in my face that I don't even pay for that. Yeah, mine is. I just thought that would alleviate your anger. Like, why even be upset? It doesn't affect you at all. It increased it because I didn't like your tone. <laughs> <laughs> Took away a Christmas present. 
Don't take away, Chris. That's all right. I haven't bought anything. Yeah, my Christmas present. <laughs> anything but that. Yeah, my Christmas present. What's the line from Sarah Mar- forgetting Sarah Marshall when he gets wine on the shirt? You know, oh, take no. my eyes and not the shirt. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes. What a great movie. Yeah. Um, so is Tony Stark coming back? You know who's not coming back? Mm-mm. King T'Challa. Tony Stark. Uh, wow. Amanda. They said he's not. Re- they're not recasting him. <laughs> it's a real shame that they wasted their, uh, they blew their load on Michael B. Jordan early, huh? Yeah. I mean, but did we see him die? Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, but I mean, like he looked out at the, the sunset, and he yeah, said but, people or something. Listen, if Hopper, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen Stranger Things. I don't think we have to spoiler alert. Oh, we do. <laughs> You're never going to watch it. Rah, rah, rah. So if Hopper is still alive in Russia, after we saw him basically blow up, then anything is possible. Yeah, you got to do is, um, have Ryan Johnson direct the next one. You just have his fucking dead body just float back in out of space. <laughs> that was a bit of a, a stretch. That it was great. I'm sure you did. Any Marvel stuff that anybody was excited about? I mean, I'm just ready to finally get this uh, Falcon Winter Soldier show going. Interesting. I haven't liked any of the Marvel television shows that have come out, though. Yeah, me neither. Um, they were all trash. One, I'm hoping is is a is a hit. X Men are they are they rebooting X Men or is that like Phase Five or something? Uh, yeah. I mean, I doubt they'll get to X Men. They teased Fantastic Four. But it makes sense as the next phase, I guess. So they'll probably build up to that. And obviously we haven't had a Fantastic Four movie in a while. So people's memory is not super great on that. I think the X-Men thing is um, probably a little still too close. Mm. You know, like there's there it exists in people's memories. So they'll probably hold off on that. So are they going to do like a Fantastic Four averse where like Chris Evans is captain america but he's also part of the fantastic four is michael chiklis gonna be in this that's all i want to know wither michael chiklis i love the shield um you know i don't know i the all of this doctor strange multiverse shit that they're gonna have in like all of these fucking movies I'm telling you, yeah, Tom Cruise is gonna be Tony Stark. They're getting all three Spider Mans potentially in this in this next Spider Mans. You know, it's all happening. I'm excited. Anyways, uh, what's, what's, uh, what's everybody been? What's everybody been watching this week? I watched the 2018 exceptional heist movie, Den of Thieves. Let me tell you, Gerard Butler. We are gonna rename. The Mark Wahlberg Performance Award to the Gerard Butler Achievement in Acting Award. Because let me tell you, that dude. Okay. Who, who, who has seen Den of Thieves? Everybody? <laughs> Everybody? 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 Everybody here? Everybody? Everybody seen Den of Thieves? Okay. Great, great twist. Did not see that coming. I have not seen this. What? Jennifer the... wants to see Den of Thieves. Now. You I need have... to see Den of Thieves. It's no. on Netflix. Oh, it's got Pablo, Pablo Schreiber? All right, yeah, I'm going to put this on my list for this weekend. It's going down. His arc on SVU was one of the best villains they've ever had. 
All I got to say is, Jen, you should see it. It's got a great twist. I enjoyed Den of Thieves more than I enjoyed Logan Lucky. Amanda, is he serious? I don't know. I wasn't listening to him. Because <laughs> that better have been false. Tune him out. That's how you That's how you get us to watch, huh? I will, I will tell you that Den of, Thieves, Den of Thieves was on the television, and I it, it did not make me want to watch it. I I was more interested in Buffy the fucking Vampire Slayer than I was of Den of Thieves. Wait, the movie? Yes, the movie. Um, Jennifer, would you would you watch this week? I don't even know. Actually, I was pretty excited for the first time. We watched Die Hard at the beginning of the week, and I loved it. That's and then right. We watched Die Hard two almost right after. Both fantastic. I'm on that Die Hard train now. And I'm disappointed it took me this long. Jen, wait till you get to the one with Justin Long. That's what I said. Mm. Is that There's the fourth one with Justin Long? Long? Yeah, that's the that's the fourth one. Okay. The third one is really good. I've been told multiple times to skip that one. No, the thir- are you kidding? The third one is the trilogy arc. It's got Samuel L. Jackson. It's basically like two thirds of the best parts of. I don't want to see him in a bad movie. It's not. It's it's two thirds of the best part of that Tarantino overrated movie. What's it called? I'm not doing this. You better you. watch your words. Um, Pulp Fiction. Back in like the early when I like oh three oh four, I downloaded a text tone. So when I got a text, it made the boop 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 beep like that sound that the walkie talkies make on Die Hard Two. Cost two two dollars and forty nine cents, but it was a conversation starter. When people would be like, "I've heard that somewhere," I'd be like. Die Hard too. <laughs> I see you're also a man of culture. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ryan. <laughs> I feel like that's all we watched. Uh, Brandon, did you watch anything? You're not listed here. No, I just watched a bunch of uh, Netflix Christmas movies. Oh, same. Sorry. Also that. <laughs> I watched The Santa Claus too. <laughs> yeah. Very funny movie, huh, Jennifer? Yeah. Also, I watched, uh, I finally saw Polar Express all the way through. Disgusting. Never seen it. Also, isn't there uh, Pinocchio? Nick, how do you feel I, about Pinocchio? I want to die. <laughs> Dog shit. I don't understand why we have to do this. With your boy in it? <sighs> Tom Hanks, please, just make a good movie. You think I want it? You think I want to be like this? You think I want to say this, Tom Hanks? Just make a good movie. I do actually enjoy it, but um, Amanda, we watched Over the Moon, per Brandon's recommendation, and we loved it. Yeah, the music in there is great, wasn't it? Yes, but um, when it switched to the the EDM scene, when we meet the goddess, I was like, "What's happening here?" Anyway, um, it's great music, but it didn't fit there. Uh, and then we also, I also, well, Ryan and I watched Murder on the Orient Express. That's right. We did watch that. Yes. And I loved it. Um, there was a loaded cast in that one. We don't have to go through the IMDb list, but it was pretty good. The new one, presumably? Yes. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer still got it. She's my least favorite character in the whole thing, but okay. Antonio? I watched Dragon Ball Evolution for the first time. Okay, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> How did it make you feel? Um, 
You know, it's not as bad as the people made it out to be. Who are these people? The anime purist. Ah. The manga purist. The Japanese? The, yes. <laughs> and the Mexicans. Ah, you have Mexican anime purists telling you what to watch. That sounds frustrating. Uh, no, it was still bad. It, it wasn't. I expected worse. That's it. Like Amanda said, we don't have to talk about it. I can tell that she's not a Dragon Ball person. So. Something about her. Yeah. Um, I can't put my finger why she wouldn't be. I prefer Pokemon. Does it count? Not falling for it. Subs or dubs. Um, I also watched a little um, little twofer, a little double, double header. Um, watched a little movie called Citizen Kane and then another little movie called Mank. David David Fincher's movie about well about, about one of the screenwriters of, of Citizen Kane. Um, they're good. They're really good. Citizen Kane is obviously you know people say it's one of the best movies of all time. I feel like it gets unfairly. I was having this conversation with Jennifer. I feel like it gets unfairly um, described as sort of old and stuffy by people who haven't necessarily seen it, but they think because it came out a long time ago and and you know critics really like it that it must kind of suck but it's really good people would say it's one of the best movies would would you say it's one of the best movies i think so i mean you know it's it's um it's hard to remove it from the context of of when it came out but in a way i think of it like i think of moonlight where like it's a i mean what would you take out of it what would you do differently you know it's like a perfect movie for what it tried to do so um and man people who haven't if you've never seen Orson Welles do anything like that dude, I mean, he made this movie when he was 24. He's like, he's a fucking star. It's incredible. Like he just pops off of the screen. So, um, Mank, probably a lesser Fincher movie. If you like Fincher movies, still good. And then I, then, then Jennifer and I watched, uh, last night, actually we watched to get back into the holiday spirit. We watched, uh, our the fun tables second second consecutive holiday movie um and our first i think this season um attempted at watching a movie that that came out this year and is it is in the cultural discussion uh we watched happiest season i had nominated this movie we did nominations for for holiday movies and i had nominated this movie because um for the reason that I just said, you know, it was uh, very popular whenever it came out. I, I feel like I don't know, you know, I'm, seems like it did pretty good numbers for Hulu. And I thought it'd be interesting to to have that sort of uh, counter the nostalgia of last week's episode. And just to speak to how popular this movie is right now, uh, it is it, it broke Hulu's record for the uh, debut for. Uh, most watched original film on their platform. So it is very much a very popular film or was when it came out, I guess. Yeah, it's it's like a, I guess, two weeks old by now. Um, what did you guys think whenever whenever the movie was proposed? What's the first thing that you guys think when you hear Happy Season? Real quick, do we need to apologize to our listeners and fan base that voted between this and... Uh, a jingle all the way only for us to do both of them making it seem like their votes didn't matter uh well um 
We messed up our schedule. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Let's be up front. Damn it, Antonio. <laughs> Who did this? Yeah, we had an extra week to fill, so we were like, let's just let's just do the other movie that we put in the poll. All right. Well, thanks for thanks for outing us, Antonio. I appreciate it. Because uh, the because the episode that's going to come out after Christmas would have fallen on the week of Christmas and just probably didn't have the right tone for that week. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're excited for that one, but it's not really a Christmas movie. So we thought it was important that the listeners get a Christmas movie <laughs> for Christmas week. Um, Antonio, when when you realized that we had to record another week and we, and we decided to do this movie, what did what did you think? I did not want to watch the movie again. <gasps> so I listened to the Tegan and Sarah Christmas song that was tied to this movie over and over again. Are you telling me yeah. you didn't watch the movie again? No, I watched it last night. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it was a chore, let me tell you. Oh boy. Sounds like a spoiler for somebody's opinion. <laughs> so it's the second time you watched it? Yeah, I watched it uh, on December 1st because I have a rule that you don't watch Christmas movies until the month of December. Mm. So I watched it December 1st. So you were anxiously awaiting it. Bad rule. It's uh, the first one of the month? Yeah. I mean, it could only go up from there. Hmm. Wow! 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 Then we got to jingle all the way. <laughs> and can only can only go up from there. <laughs> and then we plateaued. So that means you have not seen the new Grinch musical. Seems like a relatable guy. I don't think your heart has ever grown three sizes, Antonio. <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds very painful. My guy's been through enough this year. Yeah. <laughs> Large heart. I don't know. I don't think I... <laughs> that might be my third strike this year. Brandon, you you had watched this movie before it got nominated, right? Yes. What was what was your reaction to, to us choosing it? I was excited because I thought that this movie was, was pretty good. I thought it was fun. Um, but as the week kind of drug on, I was like, there's a lot here. Um, and you know, I don't know if we'll be able to, I don't know if we are qualified to unpack a lot of what happens here, but I'm excited for us to try (laughs) and not get canceled. (laughs) Anybody else? First, first, first impressions hearing that we're going to review this movie. I just think of Dan Levy. That's it. That's all I have to say. I mean, Dan Levy is the star of the hour, right? So as soon as you see his face on the trailer, you're like, oh, I got to watch that one. That's fair. The only brighter star is Catherine O'Hara. Gosh, if she was the mom in this, it would have been an interesting movie. I Any new movie like that, I usually kind of do like a deep dive in. And I was like, who the hell is the director of this? And found out it was Clea Duvall. And I was like, I know that name. Where do I know that name? And I looked her up on INDB. I was like, oh, the fucking weird chick from from the faculty and from identity. I was like, oh, she's a director. That's cool. Really, I didn't I hadn't seen anything else she's directed. So I was, I, you know, kind of drew me in. I was like, oh, OK, let's see what you got. Jeffrey, what about you? Were you excited? I'm embarrassed to say I didn't know anything about this movie. I'm sorry. And I'm usually up to date on Christmas movies. It's true. Of all sorts. 
So I, when we were watching, I was like, oh, hey, that person. And I, I know Nick hates when I do this to any movie, but like everyone that popped up on screen, I was like, oh, them. And he was like, uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know there. I had never saw a trailer. I didn't know. I could have sworn. Like I hadn't heard of this movie prior. Brandon shared the trailer in the chat. Yeah, I, I was going to say, maybe that's what it was. I was like, I could have sworn that we watched the trailer together, but. Uh... We didn't. Hmm. You did that without me. So, happiest season. Um, happiest season is a romantic comedy about a woman who travels to her girlfriend's family home for Christmas with the slight twist that the family doesn't actually know that she's a lesbian. Cue the soul-searching, identity crises, family drama, and you know everything else that comes along with the modern Christmas. You know, I, I put that in here, but I, I guess... I guess maybe that's just my own personal feelings about what Christmas is like. Um, I'm very much an Abbey if we're, if we're doing one of those things. Um, not, not really super into Christmas. Uh, Christmas is sort of just uh, always been complicated in my mind. We talked about Christmas a little bit last week for Jingle All the Way, but that was more of like a self-contained, your own sort of immediate family thing. You know, like you're, you and your spouse and your children, which I think some people here can obviously relate to. This movie is more of a um, traditional family Christmas movie, you know, that, that we get a lot. Um, so I'm wondering, you know, what do you what is uh, what does Christmas mean to y'all, you and your family? Christmas is my favorite holiday, but I think it's more just because of how it I used to feel as a child and how you do feel growing up about Christmas and aside from presents and stuff, it was more about just spending as much time as you could with family. I understand the pressure in this movie of sometimes just like that, that anxiety that's already there just because it's in, especially in this case where you're introducing somebody new to your family on a holiday, such as Christmas. Whew. But it's fun though. Jennifer, you uh, you've alluded to the fact that your family has a a lot of people yeah. for Christmas. Um, uh, that yes, that is true. Um, but it's also gotten smaller over the years. My dad's the youngest of seven, so of course, when we were younger, it was my parents' house is the house that everyone came out to because it's out in the country. It's big enough for everyone to come out. People brought their dogs. My uncles used to bring like their backup TVs and video games and like. The whole back room would be, you know, there's Diddy Kong racing and like some NASCAR game or Halo back in the day, like going on. And then we'd all get drunk and play. Well, OK, not as a child. I didn't get drunk, but like it so the much. adults <laughs> would drink. And like my aunts would always start off with like this, like mixed cocktail. They all made every year and like place categories and just yell at each other. And it was amazing. Nick, do you remember the first time you came over? It's terrifying. Was it a lot? No, no one really talked. Well, so at the time, my cousin's boyfriend, who's now her husband's name was Nick. My sister's boyfriend at the time's name was Nick. And then I brought my boyfriend over's name. That was Nick. And I was just like, at least your name's going to be easy to remember. It's like a big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> Nick, 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 Nick. <laughs> No one's going to be like, what's his name again? I'm just like, just pick a, pick a Nick. and It doesn't matter. They're all Yeah, that's what, you, that's what you want to hear. <laughs> I grew up in a family where holidays are not that big of a deal. We 
did the traditional things like strictly to make our family feel more American because my, my parents are from Thailand. So we did Christmas, but it wasn't really like full blown Christmas. It was, we had a tree and you got some presents on Christmas day. There were no like festivities around it. So going from that to Ryan's family, as overwhelming as it was, it's made holidays more important to me. So you're an Abby too. I am an Abby. Very uh, much so. Antonio, are you an Abby or are you a oh, Harper? Are you a Miranda? Jane. <laughs> Antonio is definitely the Jane. Am I right? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, we don't have a lot of family here in Texas, so it's always just been us since we moved here. Yeah. Occasionally, my aunt will come down from Fort Worth. Uh, I don't like to intermingle with our family friends, so usually when they come over on Christmas Day, I find something to do. Leave. Growing up, though, in California, our house, uh, kind of like Jen, uh, our house was the house to go to. So watching this movie and seeing the mom stress out, uh, I kind of made me think back. It's like, I wonder how stressed my mom was. Because it was my two, my three uncles that lived on the same street that would come down. And, you know, plus my cousins that were all older than me, plus my mom's brother. So that's, you know, four uncles total that are coming over, plus all their kids, plus my mom's cousins. And yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Lots, lots of tamales, though. Shit. Bro. My aunt always makes tamales. Not to take a left turn here, but does ketchup belong on tamales? No. No. Thank you. I have cousins that do it. I've never done it. What Midwestern fucking shit is that? Not Midwestern. Is that real? It's a South Texas thing. It's a South Texas thing. No. What's the difference? (laughs) Uh, Brandon, what about you? Are you an Abby? Are you a Harper? Um, God. I guess I'm more of an Abby, right? I mean, I don't... I mean, except without the the great... uh, the great tragedy in my life of my, my parents dying. Um, yeah. In 19. Probably um, no, I guess I'm, I guess I'm an Abby. I don't really, uh, I mean, I guess we, we did do Christmassy. I mean, to kind of piggyback off what we talked about last week, um, you know, we did do Christmas definitely. And it was uh, something that we, uh, the family, I guess, looked forward to and had um, did all the little Christmassy traditions, decorating the tree and, presents and christmas dinner and stuff like that but now that i'm older uh, it doesn't really i'm it, it's definitely more of a Lindsay thing christmas than it is a me thing one of the reasons that this movie has been so um, popular is because it's you know it at its core there's a very um well at least the premise of it is very common right being introduced to somebody your significant other's family there are certain aspects of things, as Brandon has alluded to, that I don't think anyone here can relate to, but um, I think the experience is common no matter what. So, you know, um, I don't know if anyone here has been it, very, very quickly. Has anyone here had to meet somebody else's, their significant other's parents at any point in time and uh, under the guise of not being in a relationship? I purposefully don't date around the winter time. My guy. You don't have to buy presents. You don't have to meet family. It's perfect. And it's all by my choice. Not not because there's a 
a lack of options out there. <laughs> it's a hundred percent by choice. That was your segue. Segue. Um, yeah, so I thought, I thought, you know, it, this is, um, this is a not particularly, well, you know, complex is a, is a word with interesting connotations, but, um, it's a, it's a, it's a movie about people. It's a movie about family and friends and relationships. Um, so I thought it'd be more interesting to discuss this movie, um, or what happens in the movie sort of as we talk about the people in the movie, like we always do. First off, you know, this, this movie is, is ostensibly about Abby, Kristen, Kristen Stewart. A- Abby has, has quite a lot of shit happen to her, I feel like. Um, I was a big fan of this performance. It, it had, how, did everybody, how did everybody feel? Uh, like yeah. I told you, I guess, last night, like I'm a lot bigger on Kristen Stewart these days. Ever since we watched the, um, what's that movie she was in with all the girls? Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Twilight. Angels. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm, <laughs> I used to hate Kristen Stewart and, like, her whole, like, uh, whatever acting. But I like her these days, and I especially liked her in this role. She was much more likable than her previous roles in Twilight. <laughs> Not Snow White and the Huntsman. <laughs> I liked her in Snow White and the Huntsman. <laughs> I I'm gonna have to agree with with Jim. I I don't love Kristen Stewart as an actress. I don't think she's got a lot of range. Um, the first scene where like I appreciated what she was doing was in the car scene on their way to Harper's family's house. And I was like excited for her because you could see her acting, but her face still doesn't change. It's not moving. It's a very pretty face. It just doesn't move and it doesn't change. So, like, I get that I can pick up on the fact that she's acting in this movie. There's a little bit of range of emotion in it, but her face doesn't show it. And it makes me sad because I wanted to to love it. As an Abby? As an Abby. <laughs> to keep piling on Kristen Stewart. We're not piling on. We loved her in this. Her face just didn't move. I have this thing with Kristen Stewart and, and specifically uh, it's been a while since we've discussed mouths, but uh, Kristen Stewart's mouth, it just hangs open the whole, I mean, every movie she's in, it just hangs open. And I don't know if it's a jaw thing or what, but you know, there are times and it looked like she was conscious of it in this movie and you would, you could catch her at times closing her mouth. But there are times still with Kristen Stewart where her her mouth just hangs open. I love it. I uh, didn't notice her close her mouth that often. Um, (laughs) Okay, so uh, what about what about the character herself, Brandon? Oh yeah, oh yeah, Abby, Abby. Uh, Yeah, no, you know what? She's she was likable. She definitely was not the compared with the other characters. She is definitely the best character here. Besides Aubrey Plaza's character, um, you know, you, you feel bad for her throughout this whole thing. She's just trying to make this ship this weekend work. She's trying to please her partner, um, even though her partner has put her in a, a shitty situation. You know, I, in particular, the the party scene, I have been I have been guilty of uh, before uh, bringing somebody to a party and then 
uh, just kind of leaving them to their own devices to to make friends while I mingle, and that's you know that is a terrible thing to do to people. Some of us are here. He just he thrives in those situations, so he thinks that others do as well. Sink or swim. It just comes so easy. I don't think he's concerned at all. I think he just wants to go and go and talk to people. <laughs> no, that's uh, the old me. Definitely. Um, been been very guilty of doing that to a couple of people uh, where I'll just I'll bring them to to a party and just all right I'm gonna go talk to these folks over here and you know you let me know how it how it goes at the end of the night oh, I'll be man. back in three hours <laughs> as soon as Harper walked away from her in the bar she's like I'll be right back I was like you're just gonna leave her there like that I felt so bad for Abby because I know how that feels. Like two seconds after she walked in, she was so excited. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, we're going to get shot. She's like, oh my God, I'll be right back. It's like, why'd you even invite her? Why'd you invite her? Yeah. Abby seemed like the most realistic character of all the characters though, right? Yes. Relatable yeah. for most of us. Some of us. I am an Abby. <laughs> As I've said, I am an Abby. I can say something positive about Kristen Stewart. Oh, yeah? Oh. Yeah. I'll go ahead and address the thing that'll get us canceled. Oh god. That's an attractive ass lesbian. Oh boy. <laughs> oh my god. I second that. Uh, not I think not we all incorrect. find her attractive, no? I mean that's oh, not she's she's that's not taken off the table. Yeah, no, but like But like attractive personality wise too, right? Yeah, yeah, sure that too. Okay. If I if I Her style was very Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If I were to date girls, Kristen Stewart would be my type. Same. And her um, hair. I was I was liking yeah, her. Yeah, it's hair. her hair. It looked good. Yeah. I don't I don't think I'm normally a fan of the um the roots showing? Yes. Okay. That's what it I works thought. Works for her say. though. Yeah. Um, but it does. It it worked really well. She can pull off like a pantsuit kind of outfit. With some boots. Yeah, I didn't like that last outfit. <gasps> How dare you? I didn't, like oh, yeah, Ryan. I didn't like that. The I the white button down? Mm-mm. Straight man from the 2000s. <laughs> he is. Women can't wear a button down with a tie? Well, they can. I was, I was fully, I mean, I was fully expecting there to be a scene where someone treats her like a waiter or something. Like, like a caterer in a way. I mean, that party wasn't catered. I know, but I think he's saying that she looks like she's serviced. I mean, well, no, because I want to go where the waiters look like that. I thought it was just because Browns. when that one guy tries to put down a, a a platter or something, and she's like, this isn't a barn or something like that. So I figured it was catered. I just assumed I that they were going to say like something like that. I mean, they'd gone like with the orphanage and all that shit. I was like, well. Oh, yeah. I just don't understand like for the beginning half, like why harper's character immediately like i know she like goes in to say like oh like we were just having such a nice moment like i just asked you because you know we were happy for a second but like waits till the drive to say kind of what's up she like waits till they're like pulling into the driveway she's the worst harper's the fucking worst like i cringe like i know they pulled over but i was just like why would you if you didn't want her to go give her say that and give her a chance to not go well she she tried to drop the hint the next morning where she's like, Oh no, you don't have to go. But she never actually like gave Abby the yeah. heads up. But her tone said, her, don't go. Very typical girlfriend. I'm not going to say what I want. 
Abby didn't pick up on it. Because, listen, Ryan picks up on that shit all the time. If I say something like that, he's like, so do you, you don't want me to go, do you? <laughs> Ryan would be a great lesbian girlfriend. Harper has zero good qualities. Like, what does Abby see in her? I don't know. She's Height. Tall. tall. Yeah, tall. I was like, she's tall. <laughs> she's a tall queen. <laughs> yes, she is. Typical a girl, like some tall. She she is a queen. Good lord. I, yeah, Brandon. I think you, I think you're on the record as being pro Mackenzie Davis. Pro pro Mackenzie Davis. She's up there with Elizabeth Debicki for me. That well, that's wrong. Um, Elizabeth Debicki is a woman of class, sir. Um, how did you feel about uh, how did you feel about seeing her like this? I guess real disappointed. Um, you know, I mean. I, Right. I, but at the same time, not to equate or not to diminish, I guess, um, uh, the gay, I guess, you know, struggling to come out to your family or everything. But I, th- I think we could all identify with uh, being one person with your family and then being someone different, maybe with your uh, your friends or significant other. I mean, I, I know that I can, at least when I was growing up, you know, at home versus uh, out with friends, you know, um, quiet, uh, you know, a little more, a uh, little more reserved and then out in public with my friends, you know, I, I definitely was a, was a different person. And so I can get, you know, kind of keeping the two separate. Um, was that, is it was Dan Levy who said, you know, I think, I, I think Kristen Stewart was saying, you know, I just don't know which one's her or something like that. And, and he said, you know, that they both are, so no. Maybe that was uh, maybe that was Riley. That might have been Riley. Um, no, I think that that was because that's the scene. That's my actually my favorite scene in the movie was that was the talk outside. I don't know. It's it's easy to say that Mackenzie Davis sucks. Well, I'm sorry. Harper sucks in this movie. Um, I think there's a lot of stuff that she does that is, you know, that that is understandable, but maybe could have been handled differently. You know, you you have the conversation before you drive out there. As someone who has broken serious news to someone else on a drive, <laughs> I don't know I if heard. I'm if I'm the right oh, person. Go ahead. What 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 would you do? No, that's no, not. Fine. It's not important, and it has. Are you it talking had, about me? Yes. Okay. It had technically no bearing, um, but it was just. Uh, I, and I think that was a circumstance of just it came up during the drive. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, if you put it in perspective, though, if you're dating someone for a year and you're like, hey, let's go spend Christmas with my family. Let's you can meet my family now. We're serious enough that you can do that. And then on the drive there, you're like, oh, but by the way, let's not tell them we're dating. So we're not I'm not actually inter- it's not a, it's now not a big step in our relationship. You know what mm. I'm saying? My my situation or no, your situation, situation was not the same, Jim. Uh, it's a little different when you leave someone in the car. <gasps> Nicholas. <laughs> it's okay, it worked out. It's probably for the best. <laughs> it was different circumstances. No, I just had a crack window in the middle of, I think it was like hot outside. It wasn't hot outside. And you were like, I'll be right back. And then you you proceeded to watch the entire movie of Aquila and the Bee. I didn't watch the whole movie. They were watching the movie already. 
Oh my god. You were so invested you couldn't even text me back. I didn't know what was going on. That's it was not like what 45 happened. minutes. Should I leave? <laughs> he didn't even leave me the keys. I couldn't just at least go for a drive. Damn. Come back, it's safe. Shoved in the back seat of a two-door car. Good times. Why were you in the back seat? I'm sorry. Sorry. We'll leave she it has, there. She has no idea. Why were you in the back seat? Why why didn't you why didn't you get into the front seat? I didn't know you were going to be that long. Aquila and the Bee is apparently a really good movie. That's 100% not what happened. I mean, a lot of, I'm sorry, It's that's like 50% not what happened. Um, anyways, it, she, what I'm trying to get at here is it does seem like a very complex situation. There are things that you don't necessarily understand uh, on the on Harper's end. You know, there's... I Brandon, you know, your your point is is accurate. I'm I'm not the same person with my friends as I am with uh with my family. I remember I, I don't know, it's hard to be your authentic self and and maybe both of those people are your authentic selves. Um there's obviously a lot of stuff here that Harper does that I can't abide by. You should pro- it should should have probably come up right that you haven't told your parents you shouldn't have lied about it in the first place because she lied about it and said that they had a conversation over the summer probably shouldn't have done that um probably shouldn't renounce her in public um that was or just kind of treat her like general shit for the sake of whatever reason because she's still supposed to be your roommate so you should probably still be nice to her she's kind of treated her like I don't know. I also, I, I don't understand the whole, like, how the mom was like, I wouldn't make two grown women, like, share a bed. Like, I don't understand, like, I mean, if you've lived with people, like, people who are supposed to be your close friends, like, is that not common if you travel somewhere? Like, hotel rooms? I just felt bad. Like, they put her down in, like, a basement. That seemed like a nice-ass room still. Yeah, I was like, I, that's a fucking cool room. I got some privacy, I sort of. I she didn't understand. have a lot of her No, No, the mom was down there every morning. I was like, who does that? She didn't knock or anything. Or she would knock and then open as she's knocking the door. And I'm just like, I don't... Absolutely not. I'd be like, I'm going home. I can't do it. <laughs> I, I just... I don't know why she had to come, like, wake her up every morning or, like, bother her. Or why she wouldn't let Harper just say goodnight to her, like... Like she seems surprised, and then she's like, "Oh, girl talk." It's like, but they're roommate, like they're good friend, like they would presumably be good friends. And technically, Harper's hosting her, right? Yeah, so. like if I had a friend come with me somewhere, like I'd be like, I'd stick with them. I wouldn't leave mm-hmm. them with all these strangers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just weird that her family kept pulling- her whole family was weird. Weird? You didn't like her family? I like Jane. I don't know because I don't live in Upper. An upper middle class white family, but I'm not fancy. Yeah, I'm not fancy like the rest of you. <laughs> but they seemed fairly normal as far as like how they interact with each other. It's typical family stuff. The mom was a handful, and it always seems to be the mom. They obviously are not pro um, pro lesbians, right. so even the implication of something like that is lifestyle choices. Yeah, I mean, they turn they turn it around real quick, which uh, I mean, I understand it's a Christmas movie and it has to have a happy ending. One of the reasons that I was a bit upset. Well, not upset, but. Do you want a sad end? I mean, I know how I actually wanted it to end. 
oh, I know how I want it to end too. But I, I just don't think this is necessary. I, you know, it, of course it's not realistic. It's Christmas All movie. All three of the lesbians together. <laughs> I've seen minus, that before. Minus Harper. Send me the link. <laughs> Especially if it has that cast. Or at least two out of the three. Yeah. But which two? I guess we'll find out later. Um, I mean, so she gets there and everything seems kind of, you know, upper class normal, I guess. You meet the siblings. Jane, that's your girl. Anybody, anybody who, who here? Who here's a Jane? We all have a little Jane in us, don't we? I, I would like to think so, but I don't know if I do. Oh, uh, you have a little more Sloan in you. Mm-hmm. I do. I am a bitch. <laughs> Uh, what what uh what jane do you have in you antonio what did you identify with in this uh in this uh i don't remember the exact quote but it was like when all three of them were fighting and she was just like i like to wear weird stuff or something to that effect that's the part that your style is weird well because i because Brandon has told me to stop wearing wrestling shirts when we go. Oh out. my god! <laughs> you be you. Do you? Andy? You're like a Dwight Schrute with a wolf and a moon on your shirt. <laughs> hey, those those are conversation starters. They're People popular now. Yeah. Um, I was a big fan of Jane in this. I loved her character. I just she always popped on the screen. Like literally, like she just jumped out to scare people to say hi. <laughs> I I had to I rewatched the first part of this because you know we were before the podcast we were verifying whether or not she was the middle child or not. She is classic classic case of a middle child here, which is why this is not either one of you or your sisters, Jennifer. If you had a middle child, that because there's that only one. Worked. There's yeah. But I think one of you is obviously Sloan, and one of you is am I Harper? Sloan. Yeah, you're Harper. Wow. Um, <laughs> always trying to fight my but sister the first thing that she does when she sees Harper is she pops out from behind her and scares her and Harper is like I asked you to stop doing that and she's like I know I didn't listen <laughs> <laughs> she's so wholesome I love her so much and I wish I could be more like her <laughs> just like I don't give a fuck I'm just gonna be happy mm-hmm. she literally just chooses to be happy i know it's amazing at the end when she's yelling and she's like i i am a person i like who i am i was like good lord i mean that'd be like i mean i guess you'd get to that but at the end she's also like i'm just glad i was included like she wasn't even (laughs) mad about the fight she just was glad that she was a part of the fight i love that for all of us (laughs) (laughs) she's the best she was she was really good comedic relief where dan levy couldn't be I mean, not saying that he couldn't be good comedic relief, but like there should have been more. Well, by the by, the way that the story was structured, he was not right. He just can't. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. The fish thing was funny. Yeah, I got lots of things about Dan. Lowe. I love him. I know. Um, did any anybody have anything on Sloan? Bitch. <sighs> I love Allison Brie. I don't really care for her character. I don't care about. I don't care for Sloan. I feel bad for her because she feels devalued as a person within her family. And I think that's part of the reason why she's like that. It's she feels very insecure about herself. As soon as I saw Alison Bree's name, I was like, oh yeah, Nicholas. That's why we're watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. I was excited. Girl. I, I bet you were. Yeah. I love her. I don't know. 
those kids looked like a nightmare. Like you could literally see them in your nightmares. They looked evil. They're like, like sh- shining twins. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I, no wonder like she's unhappy. Like, kids are terrible. They looked scary. Their singing was awful too. <laughs> They're a result of their household. Yeah, I was going to say that they're stealing things because their parents are getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you do when your parents. Well, some that's what some people do. Just want to go on the record here in case I can be charged with a crime. I didn't resort to theft. But, you know, get over yourself. Parents are just not that parents are the worst, but like parents can still be married and still like constantly just nagging and uh-huh. then, like they both look at you like what are they talking about i'm just like i don't know i'm just over here for free food <laughs> like save your problems till mm-hmm. i leave yep god like i i don't want to be in the middle of it oh i relate so much to that i don't know if like everyone just thinks they're too old for a divorce because it's like i mean we're here i don't know i think there are a lot of cultural things wrapped up in why people don't get divorces yeah. Also, it's expensive, exhausting, and at that point, sometimes it's like it's not like you're gonna go marry someone else. Hey, yeah, I've told my parents that if they get divorced at this age, they're not allowed to see other people. <laughs> oh my god! Well, that's healthy. I would, I would probably say the same thing. I don't want no, I don't want more people in my life. I don't need extra yeah. love. It's fine. Don't bring <laughs> anyone else around. Y'all miss that window. <laughs> I don't need two Christmases now. I don't think Ryan's parents have ever pondered divorce. I think they like, they are just like so in love with each other. It's fucking weird. Hmm. It's Ryan, cute, but it's weird. Your life is a Hallmark movie. I know. It's, you wonder why he's weird. <laughs> Everything has been explained. They love each other so much. It's crazy that that's like the weird part. Everyone else is <laughs> like fucked up shit's normal. With that comes the kind of deal like Harper is a complete like I I did not like what she did but I understand a majority of what she did because there is a certain level of when you have quote unquote hallmark parents you need to be the hallmark kid and it kind of resorts back to what we were talking about earlier is are you one person with your family or are you one person with your friends I'd like to think like I'm the same around my parents as I am around my friends but obviously there are some things that you just don't kind of go into you don't talk about you don't do on the flip side though i do agree i think we were kind of getting to it but like there is there is a certain thing of like your parents know who you were and your friends and your significant other knows who you are and i think that's really important and that's how i think you can actually be both at the same time is how or short back to that line that 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 dan said is that you can be both you can be the person that you were and you can be the person that you are in front of both. I, I mean, I think so, it's common to like not be the exact same person in front of your parents or family. No, but for her, well, no, I'm just saying like for her, like hers was a little different. It's like hiding kind of her entire identity. Right. Not just like some bad habits. Like she had yeah. to, like, it's not like she like smokes cigarettes and is like smoking out back, hiding that from her parents. She's right. Yeah. Which, I mean, I feel for her in the beginning for a while, and then you kind of start to get mad. And then, like, when Dan Levy gives his, like, speech at the end, it's like, you still kind of feel bad. This is another movie that we've seen 
where the significant other was totally cool with what could have been like a breakup point for like any normal couple would have been like, stop the fucking car. You didn't tell your parents that you are one, you're a lesbian. And then two, that I am your girlfriend that's coming to Christmas. Like, let me the fuck out. I guess why I'm okay with it in that instance and also in some of the things that Harper does is it seems like both of these people, like some of the decisions that they make are just to placate people, mm-hmm. you know, to like move things along. Right. So, so, you know, Harper's thing is a little bit worse. And, and um, there are certain instances that I could see myself doing the same thing. Like when she's talking to, um, when she's talking to her ex-boyfriend and her ex-boyfriend is like, was it, is, was there someone else, you know? And she's like, I can't actually tell you what's going on, but I don't want you to think that, that you're like a bad person, you know? Oh, yeah, I get that. Right. It's just like it, it's just like in the I don't know, I, I avoid confrontation. So this this all made sense to me as as uh, realistic ways of dealing with problems, I guess. I also don't think your version of Harper that you'd be out with your ex at a bar till yeah. two, in the, two in the morning. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I tried to be sympathetic of Harper a lot, or I tried to keep reminding myself like she's going through something and the fact that she's trying to like hide her full identity from her family and everybody she's known. But then she makes those kinds of decisions and I'm just like, she's the worst person in the world. She also seemed like really comfortable and happy with him at times. Yeah. Or with her friends. I was like, wait, is she actually full lesbian? Like, with her? Like, does she still have feelings for Connor? Like, for a second, I was, like, a little bit confused because she just seemed too comfortable and happy. But I think that's the other thing that goes along with it. Like, if you've been away from home for a while and you kind of come back and you kind of visit the same people, you kind of fall into those old habits of, like, what it's like to be with the people that you grew up with or the the people that you experienced first times with, first love, first this, first that. So that I thought was, like, I wasn't – appalled by it it was the hey i want to go home hey i want to stay out well dude i'm doing you a fucking solid i haven't said anything this entire time you're fucking coming home and then gets mad at her because she sees her with with her ex like oh yeah just walking out and about was like fuck's going on i guess there was like a real threat there she has a romantic relationship with riley starts freshman year in sometime junior year or something like that um she says i'm actually straight so she starts dating a guy and the guy is not an asshole and he's nice to be around and they get along they just don't i mean she just doesn't have those feelings for him because that's not who she is no i'm just saying like what antonio was saying like she didn't need to get so angry and defensive that next morning and then saying she needs space when like they haven't hung out pretty much that entire time yeah, why would you tell somebody that you brought out of town with you that you need space from them if you literally brought them to your family's house? If Ryan did that to me, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to catch an Uber and I'm going to go home and I'm never speaking to you again. A $1,000 Uber? A $1,000 Uber. He's going to pay for it. He's going to send my ass home. My card. <laughs> like, just go get his credit card. Buy it. Put Pretend that Amanda's Abby and I'm Harper. The post-arrest dinner that she like is uninvited to I wouldn't be going to that. If I was Harper, my ass is staying home. Right. 
The one where they uninvite her from the dinner. The shoplifting. The shoplifting one. Where when they uninvite her afterwards because it wouldn't be a good look. Like, I'm sorry, Amanda'd be like, listen, you go to that fucking dinner without me. I'm leaving. Not because I want to be included, but like you're just gonna let them do that to me. Right. I couldn't believe that Abby didn't say anything at that part. I was like, what? You're just gonna stay? Yeah. But with but without that moment, we wouldn't have gotten the opportunity to ship Riley and Abby. Segway. The beautiful Aubrey Palmer. Uh, Although I felt like she was hitting on her a little bit at that party. She was just being nice. Y'all don't know how to hit on people. They are sharing a traumatic experience. She was trying to tell her like, hey man, I need to tell somebody too. <laughs> I would have taken Aubrey Plaza over Harper. Yeah. Same. I think we all would. That's what I thought was going to happen. Me too. I thought the bar scene was going to seal the deal and it didn't. Right. Which leads us to the the most important question of this whole movie and the thing that really had this movie trending on Twitter uh, was, did did Abby end up with the correct person? Abby should have just taken some time to be single is what she should have done. Interesting. Antonio, do you agree with that? I do. I mean, she can't end up with Riley. She's known her for 48 hours. Well, not just that, but like the only reason why they're getting to know each other is through a shared trauma over another ex. It's kind of, you're just going to, let's, let's be together because we both hate the same ex-girlfriend. I mean, surely that's not the only reason, right? Well, no, long, long, I mean, long term, Riley's the, 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 the the get, right? Like she's a doctor. She's a fucking doctor. And she's cool. And, yeah, and Harper writes for the fake news Pittsburgh Gazette. So, I mean, come on. <laughs> Is that even a real job? You can't have a writer and an art history major in the same house. They'll never be able to pay their bills. Exactly. <laughs> Journalism. It's a dying industry. When is that? When does the tenure kick in for an art history major? <laughs> even with a PhD. Right. Carnegie Mellon. It's a nice job. Jennifer, do you think that they should have? Who do you think Abby should have? What What should Abby have done? I mean, Harper, Riley, or after Dan Levy's speech, which was beautiful, Mm -hmm. I think I actually teared up Mm -hmm. in the middle of eating my candy cane because it was real sad, and Nick was just laughing at me. (laughs) What? Just kidding. (laughs) That's not what happened. No, but it's like you know. I mean, she was there meeting family she bought went and bought a ring like she was in it and she has one bad experience i think it was quick to i mean i do like her energy when she like walks up to her hands and pockets while she's talking to her ex and she's like i'm yeah i'm done i'm out like it's over i'm done and like walks out and like harper's like wait what i think maybe she should have just like not proposed yet and like Tested things out. <laughs> what is tested things out? I don't know. Like be with the family once they like accepted everything. It's a reasonable look, answer. Look at your future. Try it out. What was what was the consensus, Brandon? Like, what did people tell me? About? Oh, people Twitter want? overwhelmingly is Team Rabby. <laughs> Rab- oh, <laughs> that's so much better than the alternative. I, I don't know. I had a big problem with the fact that 
like I agree with you, Jen. I think I love the energy of, hey, it's over. And then just like, boom, you're done. But then you're going to go outside and you're going to have this super heartfelt, like deep conversation about things that us on this podcast, we're all straight. We will never, ever understand or experience. I just didn't like the fact that it was like, okay, hey, by the way, it's really hard to go through something like this and actually have to tell your family. And she does it. She goes through it. And then she's like, no, nah, I'm still good. Like that was the whole point of the conversation outside was to give was to allow like, hey, Harper's going through something that is super hard that your parents accepted. Hers aren't. Cut her some fucking slack is basically what I got from that conversation. But. And then you're going to go back inside and then Harper's like, hey, I'm going to do it. I did it. Here it is. I'm doing it. I'm all in. I'm all about this. And then she's like, no, I'm good. But you still just got treated like shit for like three days. But if you're going to be so quick to like accept in the car that you're going to go to a place to spend a holiday that you don't like, that you don't want to, you don't want to be a part of, but yet you're not going to like balk at that, but you're going to balk at the fact that you. She didn't know she didn't want to be a part of it. She was excited to go to begin with. Right, but on the way over there, you're told that your, your, your girlfriend hasn't told her family about her. Hasn't even told her that she's a lesbian. You're cool with that. But then you get everything that you want. Yes, you've been treated like shit for the last three days. But I mean, ultimately, right. No, I get that. But ultimately, you're getting what you want. You're getting the person that you want. But you don't know if you want that person anymore. Because they've just spent three days treating you like shit. The thing is, like, before Mm -hmm. she came out and admitted to it, it was not an ideal situation. But they were, she got outed. And they're like, she's dating Abby. That's her girlfriend in front of everyone. And she was like, she's lying. No, like, you're not going to get over that. Right. That was like 15 minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're not getting over that just because you had a talk, you know, outside. Um, I think it's, like, I think, I, mean, still, I, I get that, but it's still heated. Mm, like, how, I mean, you, you guys don't have to answer the, this question. It's rhetorical. But I imagine that when you guys get a, get in fights, you know, Nick and Jen, Amanda and Ryan, Brandon, Lindsay, like you guys don't immediately get over it. Like I'd imagine there's some silences going around your household. We for don't fight an extended period of time. I was about to say we don't fight. I don't ever get over it. I'm just kidding, and I get over it like that. And I think because that's you're because the one of- that's always in the wrong. Yeah, you're like I don't understand. I did the thing that you wanted. Why are you upset now? But I think that also comes from having like Hallmark parents in a Hallmark marriage where it's like at the end of the day, you're going to wind up being together. So what the fuck? Why are you mad? Like, let's just move on. I stay mad. It hurts your feelings when you get treated poorly for something. I bring up shit from four years ago or seven when I got left in a fucking car for 45 minutes so you could watch Aquila and the Bee. You'd forgotten about that by now. Um... Real quick before we get to another Zencaster, do you guys have anything to say about Dan Levy? We all love him, yes? Yeah. He's That's not going to be real quick. I mean, there's not really much to talk about in this movie regarding Dan Levy. He's a beautiful person. He beautiful had all the favorite actor. quotes. Strong eyebrows. Loves Just eyebrows. let him watch your um, Want to know how he killed the fish so quickly? I did. Also, fish need to eat every day. It looks like he bought one fish or a very small fish. Mm-hmm. 
like at that aquarium like i like how he was asking like where would i go to buy a fish like this and then he's like no i'll just google it <laughs> yeah that's definitely not the person you asked to watch your pets for you no i thought she had like a coworker who also watches pets doing it originally 100 do it for two days it's five days and then you still let him do it <laughs> <laughs> well you think he's going to be a bigger part of the movie because not a bigger part because he's a huge part but you would think you would see him more just based on the trailer, right? It, I mean, but that was that's their click grab. It, yeah. Antonio, what you got about Dan Levy? The best. We wanted more, but one of those classic cases where probably we got just what we needed and any more would have been overexposure. Yes. I like that. I agree very much with that. Yeah. That makes sense. He, I mean, you know, he winds up, he a lot of comic relief, and he gets, he gets some good speeches. He's basically exist to tell well to be funny and then also to tell abby to go back to her girlfriend repeatedly <laughs> that seems to be his uh his instruction instruction uh, advocating it, it, for the other side that's all i guess somebody has to it's not gonna be us i guess <laughs> that's right that's right um yeah right if he didn't do it then we really wouldn't uh wouldn't think that was smart um is there anybody else oh yeah just they're barely in it mall security <laughs> but it's um it's timothy simons timothy shouts simons to, shouts to jonah from veep uh, i love him and then my girl um the in the wrong missy what's her name lauren lovekiss yeah i don't know that anyone liked the wrong missy but I don't know what I feel that like is. Antonio probably saw it. Wow. Brandon? I can't say Please. that I have. Damn wow. It. Wow, wow, wow. My two hey. life lines. You hate to see it. I don't know. Anyway, it wasn't a great movie, but it's the one girl who looks kind of like a squirrel. It's David David Spade is the David main Spade. character. Uh, oh, I know which movie you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> She's the wrong Missy, but she's hilarious. And like, I think her and Timothy Simon's hilarious together. Okay. A, we can't, or shouts to Katie's mom. Katie's okay. Indian girl. Yes. Um, but also we're really going to skip over Mary Steenberger and Victor Garber. We could talk about the parents. I know I, Jen had some harsh words for the mom. So we, I feel like we kind of covered that. Oh, we um, I mean, we can continue. I love the actress. I just want to give her a shout out because she's now a, a recurring Christmas movie mom. And I am here for it. Yeah. I love her. She's and I, I get her character. Like she's well-meaning, but also self-centered. That's all. Sure. I just love at the end where she's like, I hate flowers. I want to yeah. do karate. Karate. I want, I've always wanted to try karate. <laughs> um, I think she's inside excited about Cobra Kai. Oh my God. <laughs> Go on, Nick. Say it. <laughs> no. You know, no. I'm kind of, I'm Good about work. to, I'm this close to watching Cobra Kai now. No. I'm going to, I'm going to do canceling it. canceling our Netflix. Oh, man. Don't do that. Season three drops like first week of January. Nice. Ryan, what were you going to say about Mary Steenberger? Steenburgen? Virgin. My bad. Bergen. I love how she was like so happy to to do like the Instagram stuff. And she's so mom in that way. Okay. Yes. Like, 
With an and iPad. Then, and then when Kristen Stewart <laughs> takes the pictures, she's like I, blurry, boring. <laughs> no, no, we'll no. Okay, well, I can't, I, I can't use any of these. <laughs> Victor Garber? Um, I don't have much on him. Rock's a turtleneck every time I see him. I like him. He's a fine he actor. built a shitty boat. I, just, I don't know what I, movie you're referring to. It's just not believable, right? Like, my guy is homophobic, presumably his entire life, and he gets over it in a day, in a night. Like, I don't think that you can just take a sleep on homophobia. Is he to- homophobic, or is he just afraid that it would ruin his reputation to have? Yeah, you know I don't because he both stands for his family. It's not like he's out here being like he's not promoting being anti-gay. He's just that's fair. That's promoting fair. his perfect family. But they do think it's a poor lifestyle choice. Yeah, they do. See, or were they just caught off? I don't know. In classic, traditional. They were caught off guard. That's one thing that I didn't understand in this movie. And I'm going to tread lightly and I'll. They come across as like if they're super conservative people, right? Mm-hmm. But yet. One of your daughters is in an interracial marriage with kids. You're not from that era. You don't look down upon that. So why would you look down upon if your daughter wanted to to date or marry someone of the same sex? Like that's the part I I, I had a hard time. Like, like why do you get what I'm saying? Like I'm not trying to say like all people are one way and all people are another, but I just that was one part that I just didn't I didn't get. Baby steps. Yeah, I mean, you know, like interracial marriages became legal when. And then when did gay marriage become legal? You know, these, these like, are just yeah, shifting social ago. mores. But whether you know, they were legal or not, like it was always. No, but um, that's what I mean. You have, to remember, like, you have to face 50% of the nation's. Legality is now. is a rough approximation of like social, the this prevailing social mores, I guess. You know, it's like. If we all wanted it, it would be, it's it would have been legal a long time ago. It's crazy. It's only been five years that yeah. same-sex marriage has been legalized in all 50 states. Mm-hmm. Ryan, to your point, it's not to say that that's like the moment that it got legalized was the moment that the majority of the populace became okay with it. You know, right. I think that was it was before then. But the idea being that there's a there's a gap there, right? Like one of these issues has been decide not decided, but has um, entered into the public consciousness as an an acceptable thing before the other one. Actually, quite a quite a bit longer earlier before the other one. So I think that there are people out there who are presumably okay with interracial relationships, but are not okay. You know, we, we see the sort of, um, we sort of, we see the ends of the spectrum, which is like, like you're talking about super conservative people who just like are not okay with any of it. Any of it. Yeah. Right. And then people like us who are honestly the majority who are okay with everything. But I think that there are people in the middle who are, especially Mm -hmm. I, I could see in, in 2020, you know, somebody who, who is successful like that, and knowledgeable like that, you know, still being not exactly okay with uh, a same-sex relationship. Uh, you know, not that that's okay. I'm just saying I could I could see that 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 person exists. Yeah. No. And if I'm, I think that's the thing that I struggle with is that if that person exists, I don't think that that would sort of go away after. I know it has to because it's a holiday movie and it's nice to have a reconciliation at the end. But I think that that's probably it moral journey that you have to go on that takes a little bit longer to resolve 
It's also like, I mean, a matter of like not knowing and then to be told. Yeah. To be fair to the mom, she didn't know. Not that it's like that they were, you know, super angry about it, you know, or whatever, but it's a matter of being caught off guard. Plus being in like a public setting at her, you know, annual holiday party. Also in the manner of which it happened because Sloane was a bitch. The worst older sister. She didn't let, like, I don't think we've pointed that out. The worst. Early enough, like, you don't out somebody for them. Like, that is probably the worst betrayal you could, is it do? Like, she was clearly already aware that she was getting her divorce. Like, when the closet opened and her husband was making out with that one woman, Harper was going to use that against her, but then she still proceeded to be like, oh, well, Harper, it's like, I even after the fact, I was like, this sister sucks. Like, why do you like her? Like, if my sister ever did anything like that, I'd be like, fuck you. You're canceled for like a little bit at least. Like they made up. They made up real quick, like the same night. I think that because they had that grandstand against their parents, like they they had to they reunited with each other very quickly, right? Because now they are a united front against their parents because of their their childhood traumas. Harper never outed her. She got outed and then like shut down. And being outed, being outed for your sexual orientation is a lot more serious than somebody telling telling your divorce news for you right because you've literally spent your whole life trying to hide this thing because you're scared and for somebody to just do it for you is horrible especially if you're not ready i expected more emotion from the sister more support but again that resolution wasn't part of the movie it was her and kristen stewart and those kids i'm so glad sorry finally that someone called them out for stealing (laughs) <laughs> the whole time I was like, I need everyone to know that she didn't steal that. That those kids are so shitty. Those little shitty kids did it. And I bet they have the mom's bro- Christmas brooch somewhere. <laughs> yeah, did we ever get a resolution to that? No. We, didn't. we didn't. It was, was, it was definitely those fucking kids, which, you know, let us, you know, not point the finger at some little interracial kids, but it, it was those fucking kids. I mean, they were hiding behind that Christmas tree the whole time. Only thieves do that. Um, <laughs> it, award. it reminded me of that story that Nick told about hiding behind the chair during Christmas, <laughs> by the way. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they did. Um, it was like that because they, they moved the chair away and there was just this tiny little brown child just <laughs> hanging out. Uh, awards. Um the Tobey Maguire Award. Anybody got any nominees? I don't know Mackenzie Davis as an actress, so I can't say whether or not she's not doing enough or she's doing the right amount, which makes me hate Harper. Okay, so a couple of things. You gotta you gotta watch her in that awkward moment because she's great, okay. and then you gotta watch her in Irresistible. This sounds like a rom com. It's not at my alley. Does anybody else have any nominations? You know, honestly, for this movie, I didn't feel like there was anybody's performance that rose to the level of uh, Tobey Maguire. Not even Kristen Stewart's? Uh, all, no, how dare you? Stewart. Not on this what? one. She's not a great actress, but she was likable enough that, right, for me, the Tobey Maguire is like, I hate this actor, actress, and I hate their performance. Oh, their wait, performance, what? not their character. You really hate Tobey Maguire, huh? Oh, I can't stand him. Tobey Maguire's the worst. 
Kristen Stewart does not deserve the Tobey Maguire Award. This is the most she's ever given to a role. <laughs> um, good. I always like a good movie where we don't have a Tobey Maguire Award. Mess with you. Um, I think that plays a role in my rating for this movie, but we'll get to that later. Uh, Mark Wahlberg Best Performance Award. Allison Brie. She's a bitch. I have two. Pick one. And none of them involve Allison Brie. I, I get what you're saying, Ryan, which is that Allison Brie. Are, are you going to say the thing where it's like Allison Brie is not normally a bitch? And so this is a good performance because she's going against type. I, I've seen enough of Allison Brie's work to know that I don't dislike her. I like her as an actress and I like the characters that she plays. I like her as an actress and I didn't like her at all in this. Like, I didn't like her character. I hated her. Like, how dare you? How fucking dare you out your own sister? Like, that's horrible. Sure. And it makes you dislike the, like, if you can pull off a performance where you love the character so much or you hate the character so much, how is that not like a good performance? It's very reasonable. I think, I think the pushback that you're going to get here is from people who really loved characters in this movie. I am going to go with uh, Mary Holland. Jane, because of the of the the scene, the where the I guess the the peak of the movie where they confront the parents. I mean, I've never been a middle child, so I'm not a I'm not a Jane or anything like that. But uh, that that felt very real to me. And also, I'm going to go Mary Holland because she also co-wrote this movie. It's true. That's true. Extra credit points. I don't have a problem with that nomination. I'm going to agree with it, I think. I've been thinking about it, and I didn't really have anybody that I wanted to nominate for this, but I guess it would be Mary Holland. Um, okay, we'll we'll give it to we'll give it to Jane. She just wanted to be included. Who who among we us? We included her. Look at that. Who among us? Um, she is a person. Alonzo Harris, best scene. What we got. It's that whole white elephant party, isn't it? Right. I'm standing behind Ryan on this one. I agree with Antonio break it down Antonio do you mean what happens inside the living room inside the house or I mean, just like so literally it, so it's the whole thing like just that's what you're working towards is the climax right will she won't she they're in the basement having that you know talk about how it's difficult for her to come out which then leads to you know Sloan seeing it which leads to the fight which leads to the destruction of the painting. Then it just seems unfair and like cheating to take 15 minutes of the movie as your best scene with Antonia. The scene in the basement then. I like that scene. The conversation about how it's not easy for Mackenzie Davis. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not and a simple. It's the moment where you think they can make it. Okay. Anybody else? Brian, Amanda stands behind you. What is she standing behind? The scene outside where... John goes and confronts or not or comforts rather Abby and the whole conversation between the two about how she was able to come out to her parents and her parents were supportive. And unfortunately, not everybody gets that. Exactly. I just thought that to me, that was the scene that was the entire point of the movie. Right. And I cried during it. Um, well, to to satisfy everyone here, we'll just say the last 30 minutes of this movie was awesome. the best scene in the movie, right? No. Awesome. I don't need your no. charity. 
No. I have a different scene that we all keep forgetting about. Is it the fish scene? Oh, no. Mine's the mall security scene. Oh. <laughs> the interrogation. <laughs> I forget about that one all the time because it was so short. I wish there was more of them. It was hilarious. That's it. Quotes, anybody? Quotes? Mm, I think we've we've already taken two of mine, but I do like Dan Levy saying, have you managed to get a man's permission to take ownership of an adult human woman yet? Yes. Smash or when he called patriarchy. her, or when he said, uh, she's not a rice cooker or a cake plate. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to ask her dad? Uh, um... Jane, haven't you been working on that book for like 10 years? It takes a while to create a whole world. <laughs> so true. Antonio, you have you have alluded. I think you've said this line. I want, can you say it again for me, please? You pump. <laughs> I love the hesitation between the other guy who's like, do, what, yeah. what? Do, do, you, do, you, do you work out? Yeah, yeah. Do you lift, do you lift weights? Yeah, that's right. Lift weights. <laughs> Uh, Antonio, how much how much do you bench? Thousand. <laughs> I love I love part when, one of the things in that scene too is that he he asks him a question at one point and it's like he realizes that he didn't use the same voice that he'd been using. <laughs> oh, oh, when he says uh when the the is it when the art is shown? I think so. I think He's so. Like, oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also like when he's introduced to Tipper for the first time. Not as a scene, but just the quotes in there in general. Yes, I am her heterosexual boyfriend. Oh, okay. He's like, I killed that and she's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> or amazing or whatever he said. Anybody um, else? No? You good? Uh, ratings then. Who wants to go first? It's a one. Antonio, we haven't heard a bunch from you. Understandably. A lot of cringe. Mm. Not a very good movie. Mm. Very low high points. Okay. It was a chore to watch it a second time. Ooh. Would okay. not wish this upon anyone else. Nice. I'll go ahead and sneak in my recommendation. It's a recommendation I had last week. Bad yeah. Bombs Christmas. That is a good one. Conflict Enjoyable. with mom and daughter mm-hmm. has to be resolved. A lot more vulgar, less family friendly, but more up my speed. You do get stripper Santas. Would anyone like to perhaps counter him with their opinion? Counterpoint. So am I on a streak? Yeah, you've been given a lot of ones, my guy. <laughs> okay. Just want to make sure I'm the opposite of Ryan. It's uh, it's three straight for for you. It's called a winning streak. That's right. It's terrible. Uh, this movie's a three. Um, it is. It does everything that it needs to do uh, for a holiday movie. Also, Antonio, you can't call. That's that's how you get us canceled. Is by saying that this LGBTQIA plus friendly movie. <laughs> as a one i'm just kidding but it is it's a three it's, uh, it's sir, um, my one of my best friends is a lesbian i'll have you know you can't oh keep wow. that. 
the token lesbian friend. Andy. My lesbian friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's a three, though. It's great. It's 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 fun. I mean, at least from what we've seen announced so far, there aren't too many holiday centric movies um, that were slated for release this year. So this one would have been the holiday movie, and I'm curious how America would have responded to it. Yeah, I mean, I think I think part of the reason that. I- that I chose this movie was that it was, it felt like in this weird sort of time, the holiday movie of the, of the season. Um, it is a shame that we didn't get a full theatrical release. God, I missed the movie theaters. Okay. So with that being said, you chose it. What's your rating for it? Um, you know, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Um, this movie is a two and I'll say it's a two, not because, um, this movie is a two for me personally because I don't actually really like these kinds of movies. Uh, I don't really like any of them, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, still an Abbey over here, you know what I'm saying? Um, second of all, like uh, the Harper character makes this a difficult rewatch. Not a fan. Very good performances in here. You know, I'm, I'm a fan of the Kristen Stewart performance. And there's obviously some very good actors, even actors and actresses that don't necessarily give great performances just because they don't have the chance to stand out as much i guess um there's a lot going for it it's just i you know it's me antonio this is just not in my lane i'm giving it the amanda to um amanda what would you like to give this movie i came into this thinking i was gonna give it a four but i'm not gonna do that um i'm gonna give it a three i think it's a very important movie um, but I, I agree with the fact I don't, I don't super love Christmas movies. I like, I don't know, like Elf and now this one and the Grinch movies. That's me. <laughs> uh, but I, I, like I said, Christmas movies, not, not super my thing. And then also I, I was really disappointed in the ending. Really mad at the ending. More Riley. The revelations that they go through towards the end of the movie do not warrant a reconcil- an immediate reconciliation. It, re- it warranted like a let's find ourselves a little bit and decide what we feel we're, we're willing to tolerate or willing to forgive and whatever as far as their partners are concerned or their potential partners are concerned. Yeah. It's going to be a three for me, dog. <laughs> Jennifer, Ryan, which one of you would like to be the hammer? It's a four. It was a fantastic movie. Cast was great. I was intrigued the entire time. It was funny. It was sad. I laughed. I cried. Beautiful film. Very up to date. Fantastic. Ryan? Uh, It's going to be a three. Uh, Amanda kind of stole what I was going to say. I think it's a very important film. I think it's a film that is, is perfect for the time. And it's something that we all need to have as far as like in a Christmas movie kind of like repertoire, I guess you could say. And for that reason, we'll probably wind up rewatching it. I'm sure every Christmas and uh, yeah, that's what it would be in our rating system. So it'd be a three. It's going on the very short list of traditional Christmas movies in our house. That seems fair. I feel like this might be the most um, timely and good Christmas family, recent Christmas family movie, I guess. I mean, you, you guys are right. This is this is a very 2020 movie. So um, I'm happy that we did it. When we wound up doing a movie that came out this year, I'm happy that we did a movie that um, 
that felt like it was very present, but also was not <laughs> about a fucking quarantine thing or anything like that. Um, recommendations? Anybody got any? Antonio, you already gave yours for the second week in a row. Anybody else? Aubrey Plaza, Kristen Stewart, Dan Levy. You got to fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. I'm marrying Dan Levy. Seems oh, like shit. Am I? Yeah, yeah I'm marrying mm. Dan Levy. Yeah, still doing it. And then I'm fucking Aubrey Plaza and I'm killing Kristen Stewart. Same. Nick is torn. I I mean, I know what my answer is. It's just no one. Yeah, everyone's going to be upset about it. So. <laughs> You're going to kill Dan Levy, aren't you? Yeah. Which one would you marry? Kristen Stewart. Yeah, if I had to kill Dan Levy, it wouldn't be marrying Kristen Stewart. I'd fuck the shit out of her. (laughs) (laughs) Just the look and the way you said it. (laughs) I I think Aubrey Plaza would be better. I want I want Aubrey Plaza forever, though. That's I I guess that's fair. I Aubrey Plaza seems um, she's just a little too out there, you know. It seems like it would oh, reel her back in there, Nikki. Seems like it'd be it'd get a little much. Yeah. <laughs> are you are you for Jen's Aubrey, are you are you here? Is that I you? Saw Jen's wheels turning and I was like, oh, what's she is gonna that, say? Is that you, Aubrey? We're gonna talk later. <laughs>